With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. All right, no small talk. I am Marinci. George Kurtz kick it with us. Sirius XM Channel 204 Sports Grid Radio Networks. The loudest station in the nation. We're kicking it. Monday Night Meltdown. So, George, I want to get some baseball uh, with you. Uh, but I got this Dodger jersey. Man, I hate these new clothes, George. Like the new the new sports merchandise stuff. I don't know if you noticed, bro, but all the sizes are different. And sometimes it's a number. Sometimes it's this. Sometimes it's that. I got an official Mariners jersey the other day. It's all long ass in the bottom, but tight on top. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm having a hard time. And I got I got some good Dodger gear um, in Los Angeles. And one of the jerseys I got, it's just a little too big. I tried to shrink it, but they don't shrink. I got to give them credit. Baseball jerseys don't shrink, George. <laughs> like, like I put it in the dryer right after. I'm like, come on, shrink, man. I've shrunken T-shirts I didn't want to shrink in my life before, but I can't shrink. So, uh I looked online, and people were like, oh, yeah, you got to do it. You can sew it and tailor it and stuff. I'm taking it to a tailor. So I was going to ask you, have you ever taken a baseball jersey to a tailor before? I never even knew you could till you just told me. Now, I know. <laughs> really? <huh? laughs> yeah, me too. I was thinking, like, I looked it up. I'm like, so what do you do with a baseball uh, jersey? And same thing. It's a big thing. I saw on Reddit. People are like, man, these new baseball jerseys are too long on the ass. They're like tighter on top, but George, they're longer because they're official jerseys, so they're meant to be tucked in, bro, in the back. You know what I'm saying? Because I put on the jersey, and it fit perfect on top, and I said, why is it all long in the back? And he goes, well, it's the official jersey this year. I'm like, yeah, but, like, you know, it doesn't, you know what I mean? So it's a big problem. So people are all, like, there's, there's all kinds of videos and stuff, George, of people, like, you cut the edges and you sew it. It's called shortening the jersey, I guess. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. And then I'm like, no, no, I'll take it to the tailor. I don't know. It'll cost me 30, 40 bucks probably. But, and there's a tailor in my condo, like in the lobby of my condo. So I figure, why not? I'll just go down and say, hey, can you help me? <laughs> yeah, I'd have to tell They do alterations. Do I, I know nothing about it. They do I alterations. Um, so, all right, George Kurtz was. So, George, I want to get some baseball with you. But I'm looking at this NFL card this week, and I like this card better than week one. I'm looking at a lot of these games, and I'm like, man, I like that number. I like this number. So the Washington team is down to three. I don't know what the hell is going on with this. It's down to three points right now. I love it. Dead's down to three. They're going to beat New York, bro. The Giants are terrible. 
Listen, I think Heineke should have been the quarterback in the first place. Yeah. With you, it's not that I think Heineke is great, but I just think for that team, they want to rely on their defense anyway. That Fitzpatrick wasn't a good match for them because he's going to take some chances. And there'll be some games he he cost you because he put the the ball in the other team's uh, jersey. I think the I think that front seven for Washington is going to be all over Daniel Jones and that team. Yeah. And the Giants aren't ready. They're just not ready. Barkley's not ready to play. Golly admitted it's going to be a little, little slow start here. So I'm with you here. I'm with, I like watching a whole bunch here. Guys, that's like we, we added up. Who's got the better coach? Ron Rivera's obviously the better coach. Who's got the better defense? Washington's clearly got the better defense. Where's the game being played? Washington at home. Uh, who's got the better offensive line? Who's got the better defensive line? And I would argue that Heineke's better than Danny Jones is. The late night anger management class. It's level three. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Kicking it. It's the Monday night uh, meltdown. We're throwing it down, and we're kicking it live on Sirius XM Channel 204. We're kicking it live on the mightier 1090 San Diego and Los Angeles. We've got George Kurtz from Sports Grid with us kicking it in New York City in the late night hours. Yes, we are live, and I appreciate George joining us in the late night hours. So, George, just got a little mini mini introduction here to the AM radio affiliates again and then we got a break and I'll get you out of here after the next segment because I wanted to get into some baseball uh, with you because football shows up and we sort of forget about baseball but man things are getting serious on the diamond right now Kurtz it's fun times right I mean uh, uh, Blue Jays are they're unstoppable they're like really, really, literally unstoppable right now. What, they, what 13 and one in the last 14 games? They kicked the crap out of the uh, Rays tonight, which is unusual. The Rays usually win here. That offense is deadly. That uh, it's just deadly. <clears throat> I know they played Baltimore over the weekend, and Baltimore's terrible, fine, but they're beating up on everybody. And that pitching staff, once again, Robbie Ray, Ryu, Manoa, Barrios, they're gonna do some damage. They're gonna be a team if they can survive the wild card. That's, they got to survive the wild card, right? That's the toughest thing to do. If they can survive that wild card, I think they're the team nobody wants to play. Well, right now, the Toronto Blue Jays just tearing the cover off the baseball. You believe, George, they scored more runs on Sunday, 22, than 13 teams did points in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their website, their, uh, their Twitter website actually posted that. I thought that was kind of funny. And they point out all the teams that they did score more than. Oh, uh, did they point they, out the teams even? Yeah, yeah. They These teams scored points. They, uh, they pointed it out. That was, that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, don't get too cocky, Toronto. I know, a little cocky early here. But, uh, hey, listen, they're up, they're up one right now on the wild card. I got to tell you, when I saw the Yankees were down, uh, was it 5 nothing? I'm like, oh, boy. Is it, what were you thinking? Was that the dagger? You're like, this is just rock bottom now. Like, it's falling apart. I'm seeing Yankee fans are saying they can't even watch this team play baseball anymore. It's frustrating. It's hurting them so much. And then they came back and won, made people feel a little bit better. What was your take on today? It's not the losing that bothers you. It's the fact that they play horrific baseball. Horrific. So when they're down 5-1, I, I, I had to go on coast to coast, and I was thrilled. I'm like, I don't want to watch this anymore. But then Judge hit the three run home. But we keep thinking this is going to snap them out of it, and it never does. They'll lose the ball tomorrow. tomorrow. It better not. 2-8, or last 10. More with Kurtz on the other side. We'll break down the baseball situation. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, listen, I need some cash. What for? I just need it, that's all. Oh, no. Don't tell me. You're gambling again, aren't you? Oh, you weak, weak man. What? Late night anger management class, Kurtz. We've got uh, we got people ripping Boone for whatever reason. Our chat saying, "Well, Boone's a problem. Boone's not a problem. Boone's what? What is anything, George? You're the Yankee fan. You can tell these people what has Boone ever done? What what has Boone done wrong? Like really, what can you blame Boone for? And you're the one that told me the same thing too. And I know Boone doesn't really do anything, George. Like the pitches are called. Like everything is charted out." You know what I mean? Like, I don't people think people don't realize modern baseball now. I don't know how Larusa is doing it, and I imagine it's a little different with a few guys. But that was the thing with Mike Sosha, right? With the Angels, Mike Sosha was a catcher with the Dodgers. Guys, Mike Sosha has won multiple World Series as a player, as a manager, knows baseball, and it it, it was a problem for him. Like, basically, they started telling him, "Listen." When this guy comes up, you throw this, you throw that, and he goes, "I'll." What do you? You don't tell me what I'm going to throw to batters. You know what I mean? And so you said the same thing, George. Like, what does Boone really do, anyways? The Yankees are all run by analytics, and the department runs the team. Correct. The Yankees are a heavy analytics team. The only Boone does three things. He runs the bullpen. That he does do. Yeah. Uh, there'll be guys. They tell him that. Okay, this guy's not pitching that day. You know, he's, he can't uh, pitch. He's yeah, he decides like who goes in and out during a game. Yeah. He'll make in-game decisions, uh, hit and runs, in which the yep. I mean, I think the Yankees have done three all year, so it's not a serious <laughs> base. Well, they're literally. Neither did the Blue Jays. It's the American League, sure. I, so I, I couldn't even begin to tell you. <laughs> so he'll do that, and he controls the clubhouse. And by the clubhouse, I mean the yep. players and the media. That's and he does he a good job of that. He does yes, a good job that. of that. He's the the anti Girardi because Girardi got real bad with uh, at, at the yeah. end, and he was fighting with the media. The Confrontational. <laughs> yes, I mean, you want someone who is ni- a nicer, and that's what he is. I don't like Boone either, but I know it's not his fault. I just don't like his kind of, you know, I do like, I guess once again, I grew up with Billy Martin. I kind of like the fiery guy, the old Weavers, the Tommy. Ah, yeah. I kind of like that. I, mean, I, I like work. one of those guys. Doesn't work anymore. No, um, and it never will. 
Because uh, a GM's not going to hire that guy anymore. He wants to hire someone he can control. If it's going it's to be my job, they're going to do uh, what I want them to do. You don't think, you think Boone's making the lineup up? No, he has nothing to say about the lineup. Exactly, because guys also, too, like basically there's computer programs, and they have charts. There's computer algorithms and stuff, and they take this stuff seriously. And they'll, it's proven to them. So the, the, the manager can't argue it, right, because they'll just show them the number, and they'll say, listen, this guy misses this pitch 79% of the time. He misses this, and he hits this. So don't do this. And then you don't have a choice. Like, and then the GM is watching. Remember, remember the Mets guy was calling in from his house, from the couch. That was a bit much. Remember when Brody was calling in? Yes. That yeah. crossed the line, George, right? Because <laughs> it turned out. That's the thing. You're not, you're not allowed to call yeah. on the phone. The guy, oh, the Brody Van, what was his name? Brody Van Wagner. He, he called in. Yeah, Wagen. Uh, yeah, Wagen, whatever. Yeah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, that guy, he called in from the couch from his house, guys. He called the dugout. And he said, you take DeGrom out now, right? Was it DeGrom or Noah? Uh, whatever it was, it rubbed people the wrong way. They were like, listen, you, you, you can't. And number one, it's illegal. Like, it's against the rules. Number two, you can't be called. You're the GM, bro. You can't be calling the dugout and telling them what to do mid-game. You know what I mean? If you want to fire the guy after, fire the guy after. You want to tell them I don't like the decisions you make, fine. But that that crossed the line. Uh, at that time, but the Blue Jays, that's unbelievable. I, I didn't think they would beat the race tonight, George. I was like, ah, oh, you beat Baltimore. And you know, you know, George, who's really starting to piss me off as a Dodger fan? San Francisco. They don't let up, George. They don't stop. Like, look at the Dodgers, George. We can't do any more than we do, bro. We win every damn night. Can't gain ground on these guys, bro. Uh, and listen, I've been with you with the Giants, uh, the Dodgers and Giants all year. I thought the Giants would fade eventually. Dodgers are win. They're going to win the division. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. And the damn team, they, they don't. They just don't lose. They don't go into any big streaks. And it's amazing when you look at the team. Because, you know, if, I, if you were to bring me back to April and I look at this team, oh, they're not making the playoffs. Uh, this is not a good team. You look at, I mean, you got Descafani, Webb, uh, Goss, I mean, maybe Gossman, he's been uh, a good pitcher. You look at the lineup. Yeah, Yastrzemski, okay. I remember his, his, uh, what his dad, yeah. Carl, or his grandpa, whatever Carl is. I think it's his grandfather. <laughs> you look at the lineup, you know, oh, Longoria, who hasn't been good in years. And everybody's like, what the hell? It's a blah team. You know, they need to spend some money on some good free agents. And to do what they've done has really been amazing. But uh, still, I think if push comes to uh, the shove, you know, the Giants are going to beat them in the playoffs. Uh, Dodgers are going to beat the Giants in the playoff series. Dodgers could find themselves in a wild card. That's the problem. Yeah. And this is how this is how crazy it is, guys. The Dodgers, George, right now, they're currently 16 and a half games ahead of everybody in the wild card standings. <laughs> like, it's not even like, it's almost, you got to be kidding me. It's, it's just crazy. So, we got a real race going on here, though, George, for the wild card in the National League. Since So, right now, if it was right now, the Dodgers would play Cincinnati. St. Louis Cardinals are a half game back. San Diego are a half game back. And San Diego, and shout out, we were live in San Diego right now, George, and they found out they're dealing with San Francisco now, and it's not fun. Um, Philadelphia, they're a half game back in a wild card. Philadelphia and the Mets are two and a half back of a wild card. So the teams in the East have actually played themselves into this thing. The Dodgers obviously have it. So who's the other wild card? Who do you think gets it? Cincinnati, St. Louis, San Diego. 
Oh, I mean, have these other teams played themselves into it or have the uh, Padres played themselves out of it? That's probably what I would go with here. Uh, uh, I'm going to say no to the Mets and no to the Phillies. I think they're all going to beat up on each other. They all play each other. They're trying to catch the Braves. So I'll say no to that. I mean, two weeks ago, I thought it was, thought it was the Reds two weeks ago. I really did. And they, also, they can't beat bad teams. All right? Uh, oh, give me the Reds. But I feel no confidence. In, and please don't let it be St. Louis. I don't see how they're going to That's who it's going to be. That's who it's going to be. It's, I picked That's the That's who Cardinals. I'm afraid it's going to be. <laughs> Why, you don't like them? I mean, this, I mean how are they going to beat the Dodgers? Uh, not, I think the Dodgers beat anybody anyway. But I want to see a good game. Actually, you know what I want to see? I want to see a tie. And I want to see a, a, a playoff oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The four, four way. Let's see that. Right. How about Let like a four-way tie? <laughs> I would love that. That would be fair. Play a round robin in the first week of October, whatever, the first week of playoffs. That would be No, fair. no, you don't want that. Well, I say the same sure thing as the Yankee. You want that? Do you want to suffer like that? <laughs> if you were to tell me that's how the Yankees would get, were to get in right now, yes, because I'm not so sure they do. The Yankees aren't. They're actually they're tied to the spot right now with uh, yeah. Boston. I think they're ahead by percentage. What would, you, would you like your chances? Let's say Yankees at Blue Jays, one game. You know, I don't like it as much right. as I should because the Blue Jays have hit Cole. They haven't had a problem with they Cole. They have. Home you don't runs, even know right. Cole can go. But you don't even know if Cole can go because the Yankees might need him on that Sunday to get in. And then after that, if it's not Cole, it's over. Who, I mean, come on. The Blue Jays with Cortez, Montgomery. I think Talion might be done. But he's going to uh, tear in his ankle. I know they say it's not as bad as, as it sounds. So, yeah. And it certainly ain't good. You know, he's going to miss a couple of starts. I don't know if he's going to be able to gear up anyway. And what about Cole? When's Cole coming back? What's the, is there an official tomorrow. word? Uh, tomorrow, so, today, whatever. Tuesday. It's done? It's, so that's it, huh? He said yesterday he's ready. He's good to go. Yankee said he'll pitch on Tuesday. I guess that could change within the next 18 hours. But uh, all signs point to him starting hey, he's listed. Tuesday night. Yeah, he's listed on the card right now, minus 370. So he only missed one start when it was all said and done then, right? Yeah, I mean, just a little Not even. Uh, strain. Uh, Even yeah, did he, he miss a start? start? He missed two days. He would have started last. Uh, yeah, pushed uh, off. Night. Yeah, yeah. He would have started Sunday night, so instead he got pushed back two days. No big deal. Uh, All right, so uh, so it is official that he is back tomorrow because there was word that it was this week. So it is. He minus three seventy. So what about this game? How about this, dear God, George? So the Yankees minus one and a half is minus two twenty. You can't wait. Even if you lay a run and a half, you got to lay two twenty. Can't do that. No, you can't bet on the Yankees. The Yankees are 7-9 and nine versus Baltimore. We don't know if Cole, maybe Cole's going to get hurt again. And then you get that bullpen, and no one's good in that bullpen right now. They lost their best uh, reliever in La, La Isaga. I don't trust anybody in that bullpen. They're 7-9-7 and they're nine and seven against Baltimore. Baltimore's beaten the Yankees seven times, including taking two out of three a couple of weekends ago. Great stuff, George. Catch George uh, tomorrow right here on these same uh, radio networks. Noon Eastern. Thanks, George. Be good. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
Welcome to the bullpen, Dad. Hello. Hi. Derek, uh, this indoor soccer is a new sport. Could you tell us something about it? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's soccer played indoors, like in a hockey ring. Sort of soccer hockey. <laughs> Boy, that's an interesting combination. Well, what are the rules? I don't know, really. <laughs> I don't care. I see. How does your team look? Uh, mostly Venezuelan. Great. Late Night Anger Management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. Gabriel Marenzi, Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel, 204, Mighty Your 1090. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates kicking it in the overnight uh, replay as well, Armed Forces Radio Network. So we're just talking a little baseball. We'll get back to football because I'm actually pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about uh, week two. A lot of these games are jumping off the screen at me much more than week one. Uh, we crushed it tonight, and I always say this. If you have a good night, fire away in the overnight after. If you're feeling it, you're like, all right, I'm in the zone. I'm feeling good. Start placing bets like for the next day, the, the week, or whatever. If you have a bad night, don't force it. Step back, right? Because if your mind is clouded, you don't want to, you know, you could bet out of spite. You could bet out of resentment. You could bet out of anger. Since a lot of this is psychological. Picking winners is only like... 33% of, like, betting on sports. It sounds crazy to say that, but it's true. Um, so quickly with baseball here, I'm glad to know that it's official that Garrett Cole is back uh, tomorrow uh, because I bet on the win the Cy Young in the American League, and he's already, he's the front runner right now. So quick, quick line checks now. Garrett Cole, Cy Young at FanDuel, minus 130. Robbie Ray, plus 200. Lance Lynn is uh, plus 350. Garrett Cole's going to win. I feel pretty good about this. A couple of good starts from Cole, and we're going to win this thing. National League Cy Young, as you guys know, or some of you know, I have Zach Wheeler at plus 300 and Walker Bueller at plus 300, but I don't think either of them are going to win. The way Max Scherzer's pitching right now, man, the guy hasn't lost since he's become a Dodger. He's 6-0. You guys are giving up a run in 29 innings or one earned run or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's unbelievable the run that this guy is on. Looks like Scherzer's going to win uh, the Cy Young. Uh, the National League Rookie of the Year is over. Uh, Jonathan India, Johnny India, is at twelve to one right now. Uh, we we got in on Randy Orizarena of the Tampa Bay Rays, if you recall, at minus one twenty-five to win the American League Rookie of the Year. He's now minus one seventy. Adolis Garcia is plus two fifty. Luis Garcia is twelve to one. Looking pretty good there as well. National League MVP Fernando Tatis is the uh, is the front runner right now, minus two hundred. Bryce Harper is uh, the second choice. At uh, plus plus three hundred now, plus three hundred. Don't have any action on that. So quick, uh, quick division winner uh, check right now. The Atlanta Braves are minus four seventy, and I've got the Braves at uh, plus three forty. So we're looking good there. San Francisco are minus one forty, and at this stage, and I'm a dog. I'm wearing a Dodger jersey for people tuning on the radio. And I've, I've loved the Dodgers my entire life. And I'll say this now finally, and I even have money on the Dodgers to win a division. It doesn't look like we're going to catch them. It doesn't look like we're going to catch them. Like, dude, like San Francisco just don't lose. They don't let up. They're 44 games over 500. It's freaking annoying. Like, the Dodgers are like 40. The Dodgers right now are 39 games uh, over 500, and they're trailing. Like, how is that possible? I think they're 39. Maybe 41, whatever the hell it is now. Uh, now I'm getting mad. <laughs> uh, it's the Dodgers. 
Yeah, they're 39 games over 500. And they're the wild card team. You believe that? So speaking of the Dodgers, uh, Matias, uh, you went uh, you went to the Dodger game the other night, and I saw you got a baseball, but you didn't buy the baseball. So what happened? How did you how did you get this uh, how did you get this baseball at the Dodger game the other night? Was it a foul ball, a home run, or uh, like what happened? How did you get this baseball? Gabe, it was in between innings, and I was lucky enough that Cody Bellinger. Just threw the ball up in the sky from outfield into my section. Everybody was trying to get the ball, but I have the best hands in the yard, and I grabbed it over everybody else's head. I jumped on top of the bleachers, and I used my brain, <laughs> got that little elevation, got more height than the guys in front of me, and I snagged it from them. Good hands, good catch, no butterfingers, A-plus effort. So I'm just having some Skittles here. See, I talked about Marshawn Lynch last night smoking weed and eating Skittles. And I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> we were talking about Saquon Barkley. Dear God. All right, note to any radio host tuning in right now. Don't try to just harmlessly crank a couple of Skittles. Man, those things, it takes a little while to chew them down, bro. <laughs> You get them stuck to your teeth, Gabe. Yeah, that's what happened. Like I couldn't swallow it. I was like, "My dear God!" I, it was psychological. I was like, "Man, really? You are on the radio now. I'm eating these Skittles." You know what I mean? Like, you can pop like a couple of M and M's. You know what I mean? Tup and they're gone. These Skittles, man. All right, felt good though. That was a rainbow burst. All right. Yeah, we were talking last night about like Saquon Barkley's in great shape, but he doesn't do anything. And I said, yeah, Marshawn Lynch is like, whatever. The guy smokes weed and eats Skittles. Who's better? Right, that was the point. All right, so it was in between innings. And uh, what, so Bellinger just sort of turned around, threw the ball up into the air, like, before the inning started, and you snagged it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's it, man. I got pretty lucky. I got to admit, I didn't think it was going to get to me. My, my initial reaction was it was going to land a couple of rows in front of me. And then all of a sudden, it had a chance to get to me. And my first reaction was I got to get on top of the bleacher because I wasn't going to catch it, you know, standing at the same level as everybody else. So I just raised myself up a little bit and uh, made the catch, man. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> I got a I got a ball at Dodger Stadium before too, so you didn't have to. Did you like? Because uh, you're not even going to admit it if you did. Did you like push any kids out of the way and stuff like that? I bet no, you I didn't because it would I be didn't on have video. To push anybody? It no, would be on video yeah. nowadays. <laughs> I didn't have to push anybody because I got on top of the bleacher. I did see people like you know mounting up in front of me. But nobody was going to push me from the back. And I will admit that there was a little kid that offered me $20 for the ball five minutes after I caught it. And I told him, kick rocks. That wasn't happening. Wow. You told the kid, huh? The kid offered you $20 for the ball and you said <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I'm like, not today, Junior. <laughs> wow. It's pretty cold of you. You wanted the ball that badly. <laughs> she got it was my, I always dreamed about catching a ball in a baseball game. If dreams come true, baby. Yeah, let's sort of catch it a ball. It isn't, it isn't. You didn't catch a home run. Catching a home run is different than catching a. You know. um, I actually, I've listen, I've had. Uh, I've been to a million games and I did the post game show and stuff even. So I've been around like on all sides of it. But I remember once when I was a fan and. I just went early to games all the time. So I used to go and I'd just sort of eat in the outfield. And Paul O'Neill was on the Reds at the time. And 
Apollo, dude, there was like no one there. There was like a few people. There were like two or three kids. There was literally like 10 people there. All right. It's like an hour before the game type thing, two hours before whatever. And like there was no one there. <laughs> like, and and O'Neal, they're in the upfield. And O'Neal sees like a kid and he throws the ball to the kid in, in the stands. All right. The kid's got a glove. He snags the ball. Bing. There's like a couple of girls there and stuff. And O'Neal's sort of, hey, girls. And like O'Neal like sort of tosses them a couple of balls. And I'm the only one there besides that. So I just say, I'm like, yo, Paul, how about a ball? That guy's throwing balls to everyone, Matthias, right? I'm like, yo, Paul, how about a ball? So he goes, yeah, no problem. And he throws it, but then he stops like a fake throw. You know what I mean? Like he goes to throw it, and he doesn't throw it. And he then, he says, then he goes, F off. That's what he says to me. He goes, F off. And I'm thinking, like, dude, like, I didn't do anything to you. I didn't say anything to you. And I thought he was just joking. So I said, yo. I said, I, I sort of laughed a bit. And I had my hand. I was like, hey, are you going to throw the ball now? And then he basically said, he goes, I told you, F off. <laughs> right? And then, Matthias, I told him. I said, big mistake, O'Neal. I said, big mistake, bro. And I told him, and there's no one there. So, like, he can totally, like, we're just going back and forth. And I told him, I said, you know, O'Neal, I just came here to just take it easy and have a good time. But I said, now I'm going to be up your ass all night, bro. I said, I'm going to make your life a living hell tonight. And um, I, right away, man, I just started heckling him and calling him names and stuff. Like, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, you suck anyway. I'm like, you suck, O'Neal. It was sort of started. And it, so he was out there. And I, I berated him and harassed him for like 10, 15 minutes. And then he finally he looks over. He comes over to like the wall. And he goes, listen, you want an effing ball? You really want a ball? And uh, I said, no, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I told him, I said, no, I don't. <laughs> I said, I don't care. And I said, I never really cared in the first place. I said, but you're, I just think you're an, an a-hole, whatever. And he's like, oh, I was just kidding. I got, it. I got into it with him. And he didn't like it. Because the thing is, like we told the stories before, when there's not a lot of fans in a stadium, players can get annoyed by you. Like, um, I really upset that pitcher, Kevin Millwood, once. I made him throw a wild pitch, literally. I made him throw a wild pitch. <laughs> and because there was no one in the stand, so I basically was screwing with him because I had big money on the game. And every time it is like he was about to wind up and throw the ball, I would yell, Kevin! Kevin! His name's Kevin, right? <laughs> so... He threw a wild pitch, and he looks over, and when he comes to the dugout, I was right above the dugout, he threw his glove like he was throwing it at me, but it actually, like, hit the dugout wall. <laughs> Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Oh, yeah, it's all set. They got the bug boy on. The bug boy, yeah. The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? Yeah, but it's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. Sirius XM Channel 204 Sports Grid Radio Networks, Mightier 1090, San Diego, Los Angeles, uh, kicking it. We're talking football and baseball. We're talking everything uh, right now. Uh, but um, we're just talking about baseballs. And I don't know, Matthias, with the kid, that's the problem. You get a ball in the game, you can't win because you become the bad guy no matter what. It happened to me at Dodger Stadium like 30 years ago, literally. I got a home run, too. But I didn't catch it. I choked. I didn't have the glove. Um, but I was at a Dodgers-Mets game, and Kevin Elster smoked one. Kevin Elster smoked one, and it was one of those deals. I wasn't on the radio or TV. This is like a 1990 type thing. And um, he's, and I went to like I went to like 63 Dodger games one year, 63 out of the 81. I literally, like, it used to anger me when I couldn't go, but there was a few times I just couldn't go. Um... But I went 63, uh, 63 games one year, and I went the following year about 40, 44 times or something, like half the times, right? So same thing. I was like, you know, I've never gotten a foul ball in a game before. I've never gotten a home run or anything. It was one of those deals. So I'm in the left field bleachers. It was a day game during the week, and um, Kevin Elster of the Mets smoked one, and I knew right off the bat it was coming to me. It was one of those deals where I was like, and I played baseball too, see, so I had good depth perception. I was like, oh God, I was like, oh man, this is coming right to me, like <laughs> type thing. And it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Except when it started coming in, it was hissing. Like you could hear it. Like it was it was hot. Like it, he smoked it. And I wasn't wearing a glove. And I'm a guitarist too. So when the ball came, I sort of at the last second, I was like, I don't even know if I want to do this. So I tried to like um I tried to bat it in the air. Like, I tried to sort of, like, stop it. You know what I mean? Like, sort of, like a you know, hot potato, like, tough. I wanted to sort of not just flat up catch it because it was going to break my hand type thing. <laughs> so I tried to sort of, you know what I mean, get it and sort of tough, right? So I did. The ball came, and I was like, man, this thing's coming in hot. So I sort of, like, turned my, ducked my head a bit, and I hit the ball. I tried to hit it up, and then I was just going to pop it and scoop it. And it went off my hand, but it went up, and then it bounced. And um, 
it bounced right back up to me type thing, sort of. And I snagged it. So it was like, toof, toof. <laughs> like, so it was, it was pretty athletic of me, actually, to pull it off, toof, toof. But the thing is, there were a bunch of kids and stuff, right? And, of course, it was a day game at this. There was like a school trip there. It was like a field trip, bro. So I'm sitting there. And then I literally had like 400 kids just staring at me after because I had the ball, right? Like with their eyes, with their eyes. And then one of the teachers comes up to me, bro. She goes, I don't know what kind of person you are. that You're not going to give the ball to one of these kids, right? And I'm thinking like... Lady, I just, you know, I'm not a bad person. I came to a baseball game. I got a ball. Like, you know, it's not my fault your school is here, right? So then I got other people telling me, hey, give him the ball and stuff, right? And I'm like, no. I just decided to finally say, I'm not giving him the ball. I said, that's not happening, <laughs> right? I was like, no. But the thing is, I will admit, at the time, I was 20 years old. So... I'm not, you know what I mean? I was excited to get the ball and stuff. I was 20 years old, big Dodger. You know what I, mean? I was excited to get the stupid ball. So I was a kid. Now I would give the ball away. Like now I wouldn't care. I, I got to be honest with you. Now I wouldn't even try to catch it. I would not give two craps about a ball. Right? So now it's a little bit different. So that's why I'm trying to judge you now. You're 30, right? It, I'm 31. It was my 31. second professional. It was my second professional game. But I'm you didn't steal lie. the ball. Yeah, you didn't take no, the ball from the kid. Uh, and it was, but it you you should have told the kid. You should have told the kid, kid, you can go buy a Dodger ball at the concession stand for eight bucks, probably. <laughs> you don't need to give me twenty. The, Gabe, there's too many handouts in life today. If he wants the ball, he needs to catch it and earn it. Same way I did. Same excitement <laughs> I had. You know what I mean? And when, uh, what's the point of him? If he, if he's not gonna. It's not the same feeling. There's no feeling like you said. You see the ball coming, and you're just like, I think this is my ball. This might be my ball. And you know what? It was your ball. It wasn't meant for anybody else except you. So you know what? Appreciate it. Love it. It's your moment, man. I haven't had a moment like that since college soccer. I was like, oh, my God, the ball's coming to me. I got to come off my line. I got to go grab this thing. <laughs> there you go. See, yeah, you're living life. But you already got the rush of it. So it's not the ball. You got the rush of catching the ball. Exactly. So you, exactly. you know what I mean? After the ball. So where's the ball now? Do you In have my library? Nice- Oh, absolutely. Yeah, nice, I nice got a stand on for it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I already got it, man. Whenever I have kids, I'll be like, your father got this ball at a game. You got to catch one next. So they got to feel the pressure of not being a loser that doesn't come out with a ball for the rest of his life. See, I don't mind. I'll just I'll just order one online. Autograph Cordy Bellinger ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's easy to do. Yeah, as I get older, I'm like, I don't care. Like, But so I get the ball at Dodger Stadium. It's a true story. So I get the ball. It's a big problem, but I went to 63 games, so, like, the ushers knew my name and stuff, right? So, they're like, I would, don't give the ball. They're like, don't feel bad, because I felt bad. They're like, don't feel bad. Like, you didn't, you know what I mean? You, you got the ball, whatever. So, the kids are all staring at you and stuff. So, I used to, like, me and my roommates in, in Hollywood, we used to, like, uh, we were musicians, but... I was into sports and betting on sports and stuff. And we used to often, like, we used to play bets. Like, we'd play, like, little games for money and stuff. Like, basically, like, you know what I mean? Can you throw this football into that garbage can, like, 40 feet away in this parking lot? Like, 40 yards away for 50 bucks and stuff. You know what I mean? So, we used to play, like, you know, challenges for money and just, you know, have fun. And so, I came back, and we used to play baseball in this parking lot next to our apartment building. We used to just throw the ball around with the gloves and stuff. 
So I came back, Matthias. I get the ball right after the game. I get back, and I'm all excited. I'm like, yo, bro, look, I got a home run ball. And I'm like, this is an official Major League Baseball that was just played at Dodger Stadium an hour ago. So I'm showing the ball. And I said, let's go outside and throw it around. Right? So I tell him. I'm like, uh, I go, like, try not to drop it. I want to scuff it, but whatever. I said, let's use it. Right? I said, it's cool. We got an official ball. Let's go throw it around. So we're out there. And we start throwing it at the old pop flies. You know what I mean? So we're throwing pop flies in the air and stuff like that. I threw the ball, Matthias, on the roof of the Holiday Inn on uh, Orange or Sycamore in Hollywood, whatever. I think it's Orange Street or Sycamore or Coenga, whatever. It's right there. I just saw it the other day again. Uh, I threw the ball on the roof, bro. So I went through all that trouble, injured my hand getting the ball, pissed off like 400 school children, had people heckling me and booing me, only for me to lose the ball an hour later. I threw it on the roof of the Holiday Inn. All right, so I told the security guard to haul in. I went up to the guy. I'm like, listen, I just threw a baseball on, on the roof. And uh, he's like, yeah, and? And I said, I, I, can, you, can I get it? And he goes, no. And I go, listen, I know I, know I can just go on this, their steps. I said, what's the big deal, bro? I said, let me just go up and get the ball. I said, that's why I'm asking you, so I don't like break into the hotel or anything. And I said, let's just get the ball. And he goes, what do you care so much? It's just a baseball. He goes, buy a new one. The guy was kind of a jerk, right? He's like, buy a new one. And I I tell the guy, I go, listen, I just got this ball at Dodger Stadium. It's a home run ball. And he goes, oh, well, it's too bad. And then like five minutes later, I see him at the up on the roof. (laughs) He went and took the ball. I saw him after. It's this big dude, though. I couldn't do anything. I saw the guy. I said, I said, man, I know you effing went and got the ball, bro. Yeah, he goes, I don't know what that. you're talking about. eBay, I said, I he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, dude, I saw you. I, we saw you on the roof. Like, we went and got the ball. Like, as soon as I told you it was a Dodger ball, you got the ball. No, 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 no. Yeah, you better shut up. He started threatening me. You better shut up and stuff. And I realized, Matthias, God did not want me to have that baseball, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought, I was like, I should have just given it to the stupid kids. I was like, I never, like, whatever. I realized that after. I was like, yeah, God did not want me to have that baseball. Like, I got the ball and I threw it on a roof like an hour later. Honestly, the guy working security at the Dodger game, the ball sounds like it was meant for him. He probably needed a little bit more, man. He went up there to risk his life to get that ball, and then he went to sell it on eBay. <laughs> nah, what are you getting? He ain't selling it. No one wants these baseballs, but they're not that valuable. It's just the point. It. He could have sold it for 20 bucks like I could have. <laughs> yeah, he could have got 20 on the spot. You put that ball on eBay now. Say basically no one will believe you. You just say, uh, you know, I mean, hey, I got a ball I caught by Cody Bellinger. It's not autographed, so it's not. And if it was a home run ball in the playoffs, then talk to me. Then you talk to me. All right, so um, I was saying, guys, I really like this NFL card, and I put some more bets in. So last night we gave you the Patriots at minus three and a half, and I said, buy the half point, make it three, because it's going to go up. It's five and a half right now. We called that correctly. I took the New Orleans Saints tonight. It was three and a half. I bought the half point. I made it three. I, I the San Francisco 49ers. And it's pissing me off because last night both these games were three. Now they're three and a half. And I don't know if they're going to go to four. I don't see how the Panthers beat the, the beat the Saints. I could see the Eagles beating the 49ers maybe. But I like I liked the Niners. But I'm looking at these games this week. I mean, man, it's crazy, guys. 
We already knew Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to be out. We had Dr. Chow on Sunday. We knew this. What, you guys figuring this out now? We knew this. He was four, they were four and a half point favorites, Washington. Now it's down to three. Are you kidding me? And you guys know I even like the New York Giants, but the Giants, they, they're not going to win this game. Washington's going to win this game. Heineke's going to win this game. You have a better coach. You have a better defense. You got a better quarterback. You got a better evidence. It's just better at every, like, what is New York better than Washington at? And somehow, New York beat them twice last year, so it's a double revenge spot. Love Washington minus the three. Oh, we got movement. Buffalo were three and a half. It's now three. Good. I like almost every game this week. Um, I like the Washington football team, minus three. Buffalo Bills, minus three. I say I like every game now. I'm, I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Love the New England Patriots. I got a minus three to beat the Jets. Uh, like the Saints a lot to beat the Panthers. Minus this three and a half. I got it at three. San Francisco's minus three and a half. I got it at three. I think San Francisco's going to beat Philadelphia. Um, what else do we got here? I think George Kurtz's Dallas Cowboys is going to be 0-2. I think the Chargers are going to beat them. The Minnesota Vikings and the Arizona Cardinals, the Cardinals are minus four. They're going to win by 7 or 10. The Vikings are bad. All right? Kirk Cousins sucks. And the Vikings' defense is no good. They've got problems. I think Arizona's the real deal. I'd rather if it was 3 instead of 4-2. But still, I like Arizona to beat Minnesota. I like the Chargers to beat the Cowboys. Tennessee Titans and the Seattle Seahawks. Total is 54. That game's going to be a shootout track meet, man. Kansas City Chiefs are four-point favorites at the Ravens. Monday Night Football, Green Bay Packers lay 10.5 to the Detroit Lions. Games that I like now, games that we bet tonight, as we stated. We took San Francisco, 3.5. We put them in at minus 3. We took the New Orleans Saints, there were 3.5. We got it in at minus 3. Really starting to like the Washington football team right now. And in fact, guys, I think smart people will bet Washington, and this is going to go back up to 3.5. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Quick 
Great show tonight. Uh, a lot of fun. Great topics. Uh, great, uh, great night of picks. We crushed it uh, tonight. Unfortunately, no football, but we do have football. Uh, you know, no football tomorrow, but we do have football on, on Thursday night. And I'm glad to see that the number's down to three. I do like the Washington football team here. You know, I'm not always right about which way the line's going to go. You know what I mean? So it's it's a gamble. And especially now in the modern era when it's, you know, sports, there's sports books in 32 states and the, the sports betting market is much bigger. It's not as precise as it used to be with live movement. You know, Teddy Covers has been gambling a long time, joins us every Thursday night. And as Teddy stated a couple of weeks ago on the show that, you know, he doesn't really know anymore either. He goes, I don't know. The marketplace is weird now, right? It's so public and so big. It's hard to fully, you know, judge what they're going to do with things. But I don't really care. Like, I don't follow line moves. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm don't. i not the type of person that looks and goes, oh, look, the line moves. Something must be up there. People like it. I don't care. I bet on what I like. Like, if the line moves against me, I don't care. So what? Like, I see people do, like, there's a million of these handicapping videos out there and stuff. And, like, oh, the, the line is moving, so, you know, it must mean something. And I'm going to follow this. And, like, what, you're betting something because you have a computer screen number moving? I bet football games on matchups. I bet football games on matchups, all right? I don't care what the number is. I don't mean I don't care what the number is in a sense, but I don't care, like, if I like something to the over and everyone's betting the under, I don't get scared because of that. Or because the number's moving. I don't get scared, you know what I mean? Put your name on it. Susan, put your name on it. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Relax. You don't have to actually play these sports. Just know about them. Keep it here. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM.